All right. Um, hello, good evening. Okay, so you might not be hearing me before you hear this. Um, good whatever time it is you are hearing this, and I um hope this message meets you in peace. Uh, I decided to cancel this session originally because um, you know um the people it was intended for um were late, and so I just uh, decided to cancel the night school. But then I made up my mind that um it is better that people actually um caught a bit of the important parts even though they couldn't attend the live session so if you had access to this replay you have a rare opportunity okay you have a rare opportunity to get this value about to get this signal okay so today we want to talk about reinventing the wheel we want to talk about reinventing the wheel see um so as you know this is a Thursday, so this session is focused about your personal development and of course you're focused on building influence and becoming a, an inflation person in the kingdom and as much as um this is a school of prosperity and influence of course we know that faith without works is there so we will teach you how to pray free at the same time we teach you how to use your faith to get works okay so I just want to quickly share a few things with you to help you understand better how to strategize and position yourself for greatness. And there's something called reinventing the wheel. There's something about a wheel. If you know a wheel, so a wheel is like um, something that just keeps going, doing the job of rolling around. For example, the, uh, the tire. Okay, the tires of a vehicle is a wheel, for example. So... How good the wheel is to determine the kind of result the wheel will get. And let me put it in a better way. What I'm saying is the level of the wheel, okay, the quality of the wheel will determine the kind of result a wheel will get. Meaning the quality of the wheel will determine how fast the wheel can go and at what uh, at what speed. So what I'm saying in essence is that. You have to learn to reinvent yourself because the amount of value you are able to put into yourself will determine at the end of the day the amount of things you can do as a person. See, one of the things that people do, even as believers in Christ now, one of the mistakes that we make as believers in the kingdom, so I understand that you've been saved, I understand that you believe in the Lord Jesus, I understand that you believe in God, I understand that God is at work in you. I understand that um, you have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I understand that you have received all things that pertains to living and godliness. Wonderful. But one of the things, one of the big mistakes that people make is to sit there. It's a great mistake. It's a very, very big mistake. Sitting on just looking at the promises of God and just sitting there. Okay, so whether you are just confessing it or just um, taking the word of God, believing it and waiting for things to happen, I, I'd like to tell you that in a way that is being irresponsible. See, faith is taking responsibility. One of the definitions I love about faith is, um, is clear. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, it says, Now faith is, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, says, Now Faith is, I so much love that statement. Faith is, 
faith is okay now faith is so it means that faith is an action is a verb faith is an action word faith is present all right so you can say you have faith and postpone the results I, I, I don't think people get what i'm saying right now you can't claim to have faith and postpone the results you want to get by faith it's impossible if you're not having faith you're having hope faith is the present tense so one of the things that faith does to people if you look at hebrews chapter 4 verse 11 okay down to verse 12 and 13 the scripture says that the word of god is quick and powerful it was talking about how people who lack faith can lose their rest okay and then he went ahead to say the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword okay this is dividing people to their, to their sundial of soul and spirit and is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart so what the scripture is saying there is that what the word of god does is to go into your spirit so the word of god avoids everything in your mind to touch your spirit and when the word of god touches your spirit listen to me what you are expected to do is to act based upon the word so your actions that do not correspond to faith is the reason why your faith has been failing let me be frank with you so one of the major reasons why your faith has been failing why it seems that you know have faith is because your actions do not correspond with your faith and so corresponding actions to faith okay starts from confession and then acting on these confessions see people people miss the confession part and then much more miss the acting based on the confession part okay so people um kind of believe that god can solve their problem and then they just go ahead and pick up the problems as if they're going to solve it by themselves no it's, that's not it it's not going to happen like that that's not what i'm encouraging this evening what i am encouraging this evening okay is taking action that corresponds to your faith and one of them is first confessing that God has taken care of the situation and acting as person that God is working through in to take care of the situation. It's a different thing now. Acting as somebody that God is working through in to take care of the situation. And if you're going to do this, okay, you need to be equipped. You need to be equipped. I will not lie to you and I will not sugarcoat things for you you need to be equipped if you look at um Oshie chapter 4 verse 2 Oshie chapter 4 verse 2 is a very common scripture it says my people are perished because they lack knowledge my people are perished because they lack knowledge my people are perished because they lack knowledge it is so important for you to understand that knowledge is a crucial multiplier of the kind of person you can be Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 was even telling us we, we considered this scripture one of those days i think on sunday and i was i was trying to explain to us that that scripture actually meant that god is not limited by your thinking or your asking okay god is limited the experience of god in your life is limited by the amount of power you can produce from within you and what makes power available is knowledge what makes power available for you is knowledge that's the honest truth it's knowledge that makes power available for you and so if you're going to you know experience more of god okay manifest as somebody that god is working through in you need more 
of knowledge that corresponds with the knowledge of God. See, you have to understand, you need more. Right? You need to learn more. You need to learn how to become more. Because the extent of the knowledge that is available to you in a way would limit how even the Holy Spirit will speak to you. I was speaking to someone recently that, yes, the Holy Spirit will speak to us. The Holy Spirit will enlighten us. But there are some things that the Holy Spirit know that um, our scope of understanding is not beyond that thing. And so because our scope of understanding is not beyond that thing, the Holy Spirit is likely going to still speak to us based on our scope of understanding. I'll give you a practical example. People still hear from the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying it is wrong. People still hear from the Holy Spirit to go on fasting for days. Okay, I'm being frank now. People still hear from the Holy Spirit that, okay, so if you want to um, get a particular solution to a problem, fast. Yes, the Holy Spirit can tell you explicitly to fast because you believe in fasting. Fasting will hit your faith and the Holy Spirit will help you in a direction that will hit your faith. It's simple, really. And so if you had gone beyond the level of understanding that there is nothing you can do in the physical as a person that can draw you closer to God, apart from so all you need to draw closer to god is just understanding his word and approaching him based upon his word not by your actions or your justification when you get to that level of understanding in relationship with god the holy spirit is not going to tell you to go and fast regarding a particular thing i'm being honest so even your experience of spiritual things is limited by the knowledge you have is limited by the scope of understanding you have. Scope of understanding, scope of understanding, very important. So your scope of understanding will limit you in so many things. Even though it cannot limit God in you, okay? And it's still the knowledge you have in you that will produce your scope of understanding. That is the issue. And it is why I, I came back to record this message because I might not get to take over talk about it again. So learning to expand your scope of understanding, learning to invest in expanding your scope of understanding is key. It is the whole essence of XPI. You know, I was speaking to, I was looking at the testimonies from one of the previous batches and I think someone was saying she was able to ask the rain to stop. Are you with me now? This is something that she's not she was not able to do before but when she came into the experience she got knowledge of our understanding she got the understanding of our identity in christ knowing that knowing of the uh, the amazing power and authority that is available to her and so because her scope of understanding widened she was able to tell the rain see calm down i have to get to somewhere so calm down let me go and come back before you rain and the rain obeyed what i'm saying in essence is as long as your scope of understanding does not get wider, okay, there is a limit to the things you can do. There's a limit to the experience of God that you can even have. It is not like God is limited by your thinking or asking now, okay, but your experience of God is limited by your scope of understanding. Because there is something about scope of understanding. So when your scope of understanding gets widened, it changes your communication. It changes your actions. It changes how you live. I give you an example. So before, what people knew is that go to school, get a degree, go and learn a trade, 
I mean, and get to know those things. I mean, you know, you, you understand those streets and then just go out there and uh, start working. But it's, it's, it's now we're learning, we're learning to, we're beginning to understand that it's beyond that. It's really beyond that. So there is a difference between someone that is a, that seems to be growing and the things that he's doing and somebody that is, you know, just there. Not, not much of growth, just there. And usually it is exposure or say scope of understanding. Knowledge is important. I say again, knowledge is so, so, so important. I think Ecclesiastes, I think Ecclesiastes chapter 9 or chapter 5 was saying something like, the labor of the foolish wearies every one of them. If it is not 9-11, it is 5-11. It says the labor of the foolish. He says he wearies every one of them. This is the scriptures. The labor of the foolish wearies every one of them. Every single one of them. The Bible calls them foolish. Not because they are not sons of God, not because they are not beloved, but they are called foolish because they know not how to go to the city. They're called foolish, not because they're not sons of God, not because they don't have power, not because they don't have authority, not because they are not chosen, but they are called foolish because they know not how to go to the city. So, how to go to the city is a very important step for somebody. So, how to go to the city, if you know how to go to the city, you leave the point of being foolish to being smart. And so, when you now get to the city, learning to survive and stand out in the city is a whole different thing. But getting out of that trenches is most important. So I am, I'm sharing this with you because I understand that you're professionals. You have a job, you have a trade, okay? So you have gotten the point. You're already making labor. You're already doing things. But you need to learn how to go to the city unless all of your labor will weary you. If you do not learn how to go to the city, all of this labor will wear you down, will wear you out, will weary you. This is especially and specifically to people that run a trade, have a business, or work one way or another. See, I have an understanding, and it's been so long, that the amount of people you are able to solve problems for will determine your greatness in life. So when the scripture was talking about the labor of the foolish, where you them because they know not how to go to the city, he was speaking from the scope, from the understanding that there are less people in the village and there are more people in the city. So when you go to the city, you will be valued. See, one of the reasons your business have remained small, one of the reasons that your value at your workplace has been limited to your job description is because you have not learned how to go to the city. So learning how to go to the city is a very, very, very important thing for you. For you that run a business, learning how to go to the city would now mean learning how to get to a place where you can offer value to so many people. 
okay and if you if you if, if, if you have a job a nine to five job or a daily job learning how to get to the city okay would be you know learning how to become more valuable and indispensable at what you do because one of the reasons that people remain where they are is because they see their job as a job that pays their paycheck and that pays their bills and that's it people most people do not have visions of becoming great at what they do along and then a lot of lessons early enough in life my earthly father i should have told the story when we started so my earthly father used to be a transporter before he died and he used to be the kind of man that believed he believed so much in you know being the man of the house okay settling bills putting food on the table if according to him fatherhood is complete when he can settle all the bills and put food on the table so he didn't, he didn't know better he didn't understand that fatherhood is beyond just settling bills and putting food on the table he didn't he really didn't understand that so let's not even go there but to that to the best of his understanding it was hard working so so hardworking, but because his scope of understanding, and I'm not criticizing my earthly father now, I'm just saying this is something I learned early in life. Okay, so because his scope of understanding in the area of finance was not so great, still, in a way, we could have been financially free, but we were not. Mm-hmm. I mean, the family could have been financially free. We, if, if his scope of understanding about financials were better, okay, he could have, when he was still hard work, when he was still, when he still had the strength to work hard enough, okay, he could have set up investment plans for the future, but he didn't do any of, of that based on his scope of understanding and ended up spending every waking moment of his life working until his strength gave him and he died. What am I trying to tell you? If you do not know how to go to the city, it is labor that will kill you. I'm being honest with you. Laboring will kill you. And you will not be able to even manifest as a child of God. You will not be even, you will not even have the time to raise your kids properly. You will not even have the time to enjoy life if you know not how to go to the city. So, going to the city is crucial. Learning how to go to the city is crucial. It is, it is golden. It is solid. And what do we mean by going to the city? I've said this before. That learning how to offer so much value, okay, to so many people that then, at the end of the day, you can get more rewards. Because listen to me. As long as the earth remains, this is the promise of God to mankind. That as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. I repeat, seed time and harvest will never cease. So the amount you are, so the, if you are able to sow in large quantity, then you will reap a large quantity. So the reason you have not been expanding, the reason your results have not been, have not left a particular kind of scope, okay, is because your sowing has not left a particular level. Your sowing is, if your sowing is limited, your reaping is limited. I hope someone is getting value this moment. If your sowing is limited, 
listen to me do not lie to yourself your reaping will be limited it's simple really it is simple it is simple so you have to learn to go to the city and so when we're saying go to the city it is the same thing as saying that saying we are re- reinventing the wheel so as i was saying earlier it is one thing to learn a trade it is one thing to get a degree it is one thing to get a job it is another thing to learn how to succeed in that trade it is another thing to learn how to succeed on that job it is another thing to learn how to succeed with that degree you have it is one thing to jump to another country it is another thing to learn how to succeed in the country you are going to so if you have learned the trade most people stop at the point of learning the trade there are no plans for multiplication and you can't multiply if you don't plan for it it is important we must understand this that multiplication does not happen suddenly you can pray till thy kingdom come but if you don't sit down plan it out okay work out your own growth if you're not gonna grow it's it's it is like asking god to come and do what god has done for you so no amount of praying will make you grow when you don't put in effort i'm being honest with you here okay no amount of praying in tongues for hours no amount of you know i don't know how we want to put it now without actions okay will make you grow even with his fellowship well with the holy spirit you get serious directions you get exactly what to do at each point in time because if god listen to me how big you become will determine how much god can use you let me speak in yoruba how, how good uh, the quality of your life would determine to what extent that God will be able to use you. And so, if you think this level of your life is where you want to reach, fine. God is not angered. But at the end of the day, you will see that you could have been better. Okay? If it is this age, this stage you want to stop, fine. God is not angered. But then you discover you could have been better. Okay, so the first thing you need, if you are going to reinvent the wheel, you are going to learn how to succeed at what you do. You need a vision, a clear vision for that job, a clear vision for that trade. So I run a business. What is my vision? What do I intend to be with this trade? I'm a fashion designer. I'm a barber. I'm a you name it, business owner, WhatsApp CEO, whatever you have. What is your vision? Why are you doing this thing? Because if you are not planning to... See, I have an understanding that anything you are not planning to become big, anything that you are not planning to make big, don't start it. As children of God, if it is your intention not to grow something to a level where it blesses generations, don't start it. It is injustice for you to carry abundance of grace and remain at your little shop in the corner 
It is, an, it is a great injustice to men. It is a great injustice to go to work, okay, and just stay at your job and just do your job as a carrier of abundance of grace. It is a great injustice. Come on. Why would you do anything that you don't want to become big through it? So you first need a clear vision. It has to become a part of your daily thinking that this trade, this job that I do, this business that I do, I am going to reach the ends of the world through it. If this is not in your mind, if all that is in your mind is surviving, you have shot yourself in the leg. I understand that Nigeria is so easy that people have been conditioned to think about daily bread alone. Listen to me, if you continue to worry about daily bread, you will remain at the level of daily bread. The labor of the foolish weariest every one of them because they know not how to go to the city. So if you're running a business, the first thing you need is to have a clear vision for that business. 20 years from now, what kind of business is this business going to be? What kind of trade is this trade going to be? What kind of skill that I have? What am I going to make out of it 20 years from now? You can imagine, even SPI is growing. In the last one year, we started at a, a school, okay? We started the school with timidity. I'll be frank with you. When we, when I, when I, I, I heeded the voice of the Holy Spirit to start the school, I was timid. I was not sure people would accept the message. I was not sure anybody would be willing to hear. And I started. And I'll be frank with you, we've grown. The testimonies, the people that are coming through, the, 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 the people we've ministered to, and the steps we are taking from even right now and then from the coming year, we've grown, we've grown, and we are growing. The path of the just shined brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. As a Christian, as a believer, as someone that God is living inside of him or her, your path should shine brighter and brighter. But how will that path shine brighter when you are not making moves? It is injustice for you to be convenient at the point. It is wrong. I'm telling you this as a brother. I'm telling you this as a friend. Not as a coach now. It is wrong. If God is not going to come down, I was speaking to someone earlier today that stop waiting for help to come from above. I mean, God is inside of you. So if God is inside of you, how can help come from above? The help has to come from inside. All of the help you will need has to come from inside. Because God is in you. And so, if God is going to walk in you, you're going to have to allow God to walk through you. That's the honest truth. If God is going to move in your life, you're going to have to allow God to walk through you. If you do not allow this to happen, you're shooting yourself in the leg. So I have said earlier that the first thing you need is vision. You need a vision, okay? You need to have it at the back of your mind. This thing I do, 
want to become bigger things. See, this understanding of where you are going with the business, with the job, with the skill, whatever you have right now, that is depending on money. What, what you have in mind as the vision would determine what you are doing along the way, would determine what phase of, the, of your life you are right now. It matters a lot. It would determine what kind of customers you're targeting. I was speaking to one of my friends, one of my, just calling me friend, one of my little brothers in church recently, and I told him, hey, go and learn branding. You are good at fashion design, I get it. You have a shop, I get it. You are young, I get it. But go and improve on your branding and packaging. You are going to need it. Anymore. I told him, that you want to be a hostages for the area of Jebudi, or you want to be a hostages of Africa. Because the vision matters. You see, if we can I can't even tell you to start growing without a vision because there is nothing to map your growth with. I can't tell you to go and buy courses. I can't tell you to go and because this is one of the mistakes people make. They go ahead, they buy courses, they enroll for programs. They just do things that makes them feel like they are growing without any serious pattern for their growth. It doesn't work that way. It is the vision that would determine the pattern you're going to take. Get a clear vision for what you are doing. Ask yourself, why am I doing this thing? So if it's a job that is just going to bring you money for now, let it be clear. So for how long do I want to do this job that is going to bring me money? So one of the reasons why people are trapped in a particular stage of their lives, okay, is that they take on jobs. I understand that Nigeria is easy. So that they take on jobs now just to fit their mouth. And they don't tell themselves, this is how long I want to continue to do this thing. It is wrong. So if I'm doing a job just to fit, I have to be clear about it. This is how long I want to do this job. Since it's just feeding me, I have no ultimate ultimate goal to make out of it. This is how long it's going to take me. I am not hoping for a better job. I am preparing for a better one. I am preparing for a career. That is how to live. Sorry if it feels that see, I'm being aggressive. When I'm saying is, you do not hope for things to happen. We are men of faith. We are believers. Believers don't hope. Believers believe. We have faith. We are not hopers. So don't start a trade and hope that God will take control along the way. You are shooting yourself in the leg. Don't start a job and hope that God will take control along the way. Don't go to NYC and think and hope that God, come on, don't do that. Plan. I was speaking to somebody recently, and I told him that, how do you recognize a man that needs help? The person couldn't find an answer. And I told him, a man that needs help is the man that has embarked on a vision that is bigger than his capacity right now. That is the kind of man that needs help. And they are the only kind of people that usually receive help. Usually. And when they receive this help, they come up, people say they are lucky. They are not. If they are lucky, you can get lucky too. 
So you need to be clear about what you intend to accomplish with what you do. Please. Please. You need to be clear about it. What do you intend to accomplish with what you do? Start from there. When you are once you are clear about what you intend to accomplish with what you do, it will guide you into mapping out a pattern of growth for you. Then you can now start talking about vision body. Then you can now start talking about start talking about growing. Then you can now start talking about buying courses. But know this and know peace that there is a difference between learning a trade or getting a degree or getting a job and learning how to succeed in that thing. Okay, so now that you have gotten a trade, you have a business, you have a job, fine, good, wonderful. The second step you need to start taking right now is how are you going to succeed in that day? Determine what is success for you in what you do. One, create a vision along with it. Two, and begin to plan your growth. Okay? And so if you need the material for planning your growth, if you are clear about the vision of your business, clear about the vision of what you do, and you need the material to plan your growth, congratulations. Vision body is there for you. Vision body now going tracking can help you revolutionary. I mean, change your entire life in three years. If you stay true to the course, and the course is available for you, you can just go walk into my DM and get the course. It's available on seller. Okay, so I'm going to stop there today and I pray that what I've shared with you will bless you so far. Do not again, do not be okay with mediocrity. It is wrong. Don't be sitting down, don't be taking mediocre steps and hoping that God will multiply you. It doesn't work that way. Take giant steps and God will multiply. Have a wonderful and restful night. God bless you.